a verbal drum roll. <laughs> Picture this. You hopped on the band Rocket, and now you're on Planet Butter, a world made of delicious, sparkly peanut butter volcanoes and an adorable disco ball of self-reflection is whirling around in her red convertible. This is the Self-Friendship Podcast. I'm Blizzard Planet. Thank you to all of my Substack subscribers. You make this show possible. I recently added a seven-day free trial option if you want to get a feel for it, or I added a new tip option out of respect for those who want to support me and simply don't want the commitment of a subscription. That said, to be notified of new episodes and receive more content, sign up for my Substack. I'm super excited about the release of Planet Butter's first coffee table book with a lesson, Party of One. We are damn near the finish line, for those of you who have been keeping up with this publishing journey. The book will be available as an ebook and hard copy this weekend with probable certainty. <laughs> the book is where the world of Planet Butter comes to life and Blissy, the disco ball of self-reflection, bops around showing exactly what self-friendship looks like in action as her party of one. Also, as of two days ago, I started offering one-on-one -on -one sessions to angel invest in your thoughts with me where we'll creatively brainstorm, practice critical thinking, as well as perspective shifting, pardon me. And I'm currently offering a free 15-minute intro session where you get to learn about my approach for future sessions and I get to learn about you. If you're interested, DM me at planetbutter, P-L-A-N-I-T, the I is for individualism, or email me, selffriendshippodcast at gmail.com. As for the podcast emails, if you want to email me for your answer to any of the episode questions at any point in time, or share a story about your party of one, again, selffriendshippodcast at gmail.com. Okay, today, I'm going to tell you my answer to last week's question, respond to last week's commentary I made about staying true to yourself during travel, share a silly idea, the reason you're never stuck, a mantra I came up with, my interpretation of the movie Poor Things, a self-test, Lane's Law, a silly thing I learned this week, why acceptance does not equate to tolerance, a party of one story, what self-friendship boils down to, and then we'll finish up with a brand new question for you to self-reflect, self-connect, and email me if you so desire, selffriendshippodcast at gmail.com. Okay, my answer to last week's question, which was, What's something incredible that happened because you let your time goal be flexible? And if you want to know more about time goals, check out my Substack article or listen to last week's episode. My answer, well, my book, of course. Though we don't know the entire outcome yet, I'm confident. And I can say even at this moment that because I've allowed my time goal to be flexible and the book is not yet out, the universe has still orchestrated some free PR for me. This is showing up in the form of the release of multiple other podcasts that I've been a guest on, all being released within the same two weeks of each other, that just so happens to be during this time frame leading up to the eventual, and soon, release. That is what I'm talking about, people. Now, for the sake of transparency and obviously self-friendship, last week I mentioned that just because I'm in Miami doesn't mean I'll be out till 6 a.m. And then I covered my ass with the circumstance of context. <laughs> it was my very good friend's birthday. And if you were lucky, you caught me dancing till 3 a.m. on Saturday. Context. I'll have you know I said I love you and thank you to my feet before I put my heels on. Self-friendship. <laughs> now for a silly idea. 
Go on a walk and Shazam every song that you hear and then turn it into a playlist and title it the day of the week that you discovered this on. And then when you listen to it, you'll just listen to your day through the songs that you've heard um, based on other people's music. I thought it would be fun. I tried it. It's an interesting playlist, I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right. Now, the reason you're never stuck. I gave this advice to a friend this week and I hope it serves you. You are never locked in to anything. Even when you're locked in, there's a window. Or dig a hole. Create your way out. You're never locked in. You're never stuck. Now the mantra I made up. Do, do, do. Today, my work is to receive while the universe and my previous efforts provide for me. I made this up the other day when I realized that I felt like I had been pushing too much so I haven't been in my feminine energy as much as I am used to, which means for me that I haven't been able to receive as much as I am used to. So the first part of the mantra acknowledges entering a state of receptiveness, while the second part acknowledges that I am able to step into this receptiveness because of my previous pushing. So I decided to take the day off. I swam in the ocean, hung out with a friend. I literally watched clouds go by. Remarkable. Ate some pizza, and I went to the movies. And in trusting myself, the universe, and grounding myself with this fun little mantra, the results that day were a clip of me on the Middle Seat podcast released that day and got me a bunch of new followers. So, the mantra, for good measure, one more time. Today, my work is to receive while the universe and my previous efforts provide for me. And the movie that I saw that day was Poor Things. I thought it was brilliantly, brilliant, blah, brilliantly executed. The costume design, the set design, the art direction, the script, the acting, truly phenomenal. And my interpretation of the perspective that was provided as well, one of my interpretations is that it was a literal, literal, oh my God, a literal depiction of looking at the world through a childlike lens, open and emotional. There are a zillion other elements to touch on, but I want to keep it very simple and relate it to Planet Butter, of course. So with Planet Butter, with self-friendship, when you embrace, understand, and enjoy yourself, you are equally treating yourself with that open, non-judgmental mind that is also emotional, and you also can manage your emotions through the practice of self-friendship. La, 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 la. Okay, now, a self-test. How does it make you feel to go into the movies and not know anything about it except that it's supposedly well done? Think about it. Because the way we do anything is the way we do everything. So if you don't like not knowing anything about the movie, you need to see the trailers, you need to know what it's about, you need to know, you need to know, take a step back and think about why. And where else in your life do you do that where you kind of feel this need to know and you have... You have to have a, well, really, you create preconceived notions or biases or expectations around the situation, whether it's a movie or something in your life. Okay, now, I learned about Lane's Law this week, which is that every debate is fundamentally an argument about the definition of words. I love that because I love words. And I love specifically looking at the definitions of words because it's very nuanced, and the nuance shows in the ways that people use, choose to use words independently and individually. Because, to the point, in an argument, the misunderstanding typically comes from people not understanding the way 
somebody else defines a particular word. So I really appreciate that that's the fundamental difference of understanding with an argument or any sort of conversation really is the misunderstanding of the way somebody means a certain word. That's why, I mean, if you go into like a contract, they make it very specific because that way there's no room for misinterpreting the nuance of chosen words. So in your language and conversations, if there's a misunderstanding, rather than unconsciously arguing about the definition of words, it might be helpful to perhaps view it as not arguing, but rather a conversation and an inquisitive one where you actually ask somebody, hey, what do you mean when you use this word? I would like to understand that so I can consciously and productively respond and ask further questions to better understand what it is you're trying to say so that I can give more conscious thought to my response. Okay, a silly thing I learned this week. Okeechobee means big water. <laughs> there is a street or it's a highway or something. Okeechobee in Florida. <laughs> it's a Native American word and it means big water. And I just loved it so much. Okeechobee. I just want to call everything Okeechobee. <laughs> it's so good. All right. Now, why acceptance does not equate to tolerance with behavior in relationships or even in your circumstances? A lot of the times we might hear that we need to accept ourselves the way we are. Now, accepting ourselves for our current existence does not mean we are not improving upon it, you know? So, you are not tolerating the way you are, but you are accepting your current self for the sake, really, of peace of mind and so that you can actually grow and become a better version of yourself. So, you have to currently accept yourself while simultaneously not tolerating where you currently are at. Accept it and be proactive. <sighs> My party of one this week is unfucking matched. It's remarkable. And it's, oh, it's the coolest story in the world. And I unfortunately can't share it because of how fucking cool it is. It's one of those things I can share in the future. But right now, yeah, I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm actually going to create a movie about it. I've, I've, got, I've got notes and things going on. Um, but I'm not technically a script writer, not that technicality really matters, but I want it to be a very well written movie. So I would like to work on this with a professional script writer. So if anybody listening knows one, is one, wants to work with me, email me, selffriendshippodcast at gmail.com. Now, what I will tell you to further sell you on this, five things to describe it in the most surface level, objective and vague way possible. A love story, not my own. Los Angeles, Mexico, soul friendships manifesting. Now, again, if anyone's interested in writing this movie with me, reach out. Now, what does self-friendship ultimately boil down to? Consistent dialogue with yourself and the actions that you take because of that dialogue. For example, this week, one of my clients and I decided to pivot the way we're going to work together moving forward. First of all, I'm really excited about the pivot. And second, it did not phase me in relation to my circumstances. 
it created more time in my schedule and my first thought was, yay, there's space for something new. My mentality is essentially, okay, that happened today. Tomorrow, something else is going to happen. My excitement for the pivot and for the new possibilities gives the universe permission to deliver what needs to be delivered to me. That night is when I realized I can take on more clients in the capacity of brainstorming, perspective shifting, and critical thinking. Again, my one-on-one angel invest in your thoughts sessions with me. Email me or DM me if you're interested in a 15-minute free session. All right, now the question for the week. How does it make you feel to go into a movie without knowing anything other than it's supposedly well done? And what do you think this says about your perspective in all that you do? Dun, dun, dun. All right. That's it for today. And remember, Planet Butter, party of one. Coffee table book with a lesson. You'll want it on your table because it's beautiful and fun and short and sweet and amazing. So keep your eyes peeled. Order yours this weekend as soon as it's out. And I'll see you on Planet Butter.